everyone, this is Anthony Grants, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Sherry, I'm so excited. Hi. Now I can hear you. Oh my gosh, I'm so I couldn't sleep. I was like, holy shit, I get to interview Sherry and I called her Shelly. Oh my God. How are you? I'm good. How are you hanging in? Okay, I'm okay. You know, like I I don't watch the news, so I'm good. I know. Now I'm just going on my phone to check my weather because I'll start reading and then I start, you know, I want to like jump off a bridge or something. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I'm a really positive person. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Hey, it's like, and and it's like, you know, I respect both sides. Everybody's like, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Whatever you choose to do, I respect you for that. Whatever, you know, if everybody's opposite, listen, I respect. If you're going to tell me the sky's black, I'm not arguing. The sky is black. I I, I had it. <laughs> it's like, so oh my God. Yeah. Right. Like I have friends who are doctors, right? So I'm like really challenging them. I'm like, come on, give me something. Tell me, is it good or is it bad? And they just say to me, Nikki, getting COVID is so much worse than what any of these vaccines could do to you. So just take one. So I say, okay, I'll take one. <laughs> right. I haven't got mine yet. I'd, I'd like to say I'm not in the age group yet, but <laughs> I think I'm in the age group now, but, uh, but yeah, so, so no, it's, it's good. I've been learning. I try to think of the positive, like I've got zoom down pat. Now I've got so much of this new technology down pat. I'm meeting people. It's kind of, I'm more busy now than I was before. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. And lots of groups and, and stuff like that. So I'm really, I'm grateful for that. That's cool, man. I'm, you know, like, I can't help but think that when everybody pauses, everybody's in a little bit of silence, we might notice a canary, we might notice 1111 on the clock, right? But then we might also notice that you can hear more. Oh yeah. And you really, you learn a lot more. There's a lot of lessons too. You learn a lot about people during these times. You learn about who's important, who's not important. And it's, it's really, um, yeah. But you know what I do find though now it's, I feel like it's a very, not me, I'm not competitive with anybody, but I feel like what's going on right now is because everybody's online, everybody's trying to, it's like competing and I'm so about supporting each other. Yes, me like, too. Yeah. I love supporting people. Yes. I love helping people, you know, it's like, there's enough to go there's around enough for everyone. Go. Yes. And, you know, everybody's got their own special niche. Like everybody's different in their own way. So like, let's support each other. Not, it's okay. If somebody does better than me. Awesome forget competing. If someone does amazing, it means that maybe we could do that too. So I think that's like really cool. <laughs> like it, it pushes me. It gives yeah. me, it gives me, um, a sense of, wow, like, like, and you don't know where somebody's come from. Yes. Like this whole mediumship journey. Like I have, my background is I went, I was with the college of traditional Chinese medicine. 
I actually had two clinics. I was an acupuncturist. I did like so much in my offices, but what had happened was um, I went to school for years and, and it just, but I've always been spiritual, but I didn't feel like that was my calling. Okay. It was always about helping people, but then you know, I, I proceeded, I know we were going to talk a little bit about how I came about, but yeah, like what was your first medium experience? Was it dur during acupuncture? No. Um, what happens is so children see spirit clearly up until they're about four or five years old. And then what happens is we kind of lose it because, you know, they're, they're afraid of, you know, their kids picking on them or people thinking they're strange or they get, we get, um, the adults saying there's no such thing as imaginary friends. So we kind of set it aside. And then as we go through life, you know, you still sense everybody has the intuition, you know, when you get that gut feeling that something's not right. Yes. You know, it's always right. So, and then I believe in like, we have a spiritual reawakening and my spiritual reawakening was a car accident. I was in a horrible car accident in March of 2002, and I knew for weeks that I just felt uncomfortable driving, and I ended up in a car accident, and it felt like the whole thing was like slow motion, and it was just like somebody took me out of my car, and when I was done, they put me back in, but when I came through the fire department, the, the, the firefighters were kind of in my back seat trying to putting something around my neck, and I was literally, no word of a lie, I was in a graveyard. And about five, six feet away from where my car was, was my friend's gravesite, who I named my son after. So I have a really um, sensitive. Um, it was just that was my awakening. And then after that, it was just like just things started happening. Like my mom used to always say, you know, when you were young or, or you know, you, my gosh, you said that or, or whatever, but you kind of just, you know, when you're a kid, you just don't care. Right. And then, um, so I started to, to pursue it, but it was just like families. And I'm like, am I the only one in the world like this? Like, why can't I find anything? I'm trying to find like a group or like some kind of support groups, people that like-minded people. So then I did, I found a little group and then I started going and I never told my husband or son. I told them I'm going to a yoga class. I'm going to a meditation class. They, they never knew. And then finally I was like, there's so much more people out there that, that I can help. Maybe this is my calling. I ended up closing the clinics and I retired from the college and I haven't looked back since. Wow. And there are no, when people say to me, how does it make me feel? There's no words. There, there's not one specific word that can say how I feel. Just blessed and grateful. And I truly believe anybody who's put in my life is put in my life for a reason or a lesson, one or the other, hopefully for a really good reason, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I came out of, I came out of the closet. I was like, you know what? I got to come out of the closet. I got to kind of like, how am I going to tell my husband and son? Yeah, how did that go? <laughs> my son was like, um, I wanted him to graduate high school and then he was off to university. So I didn't want that to come out. You know what kids are like in school, right? So I ended up telling them. And you know, the only, what they said to me, I, I never really realized it wasn't a conversation. They just looked at me and said, mom, if you're happy, we're happy. And that was like, 
the best dancer. Aww. Like there was no other, no other answer, right? But then we kind of joke because my son will hear something and he'll be like, mom, you need to get your people to take their people when they leave. Okay, because I heard this or I heard that, but it's like, it's, it's amazing. And you know, like I have people who, who, who will say like, I, it's not that I'm a non-believer, like that I, they say, I like, I respect what you do. But you know what I say to the non-believers? It's if you could, I wish, like I've done so many readings that there's not one that really, really stands out for me. Like there's a million of them from kids to, to uh, people who have um, taken their own life. And I've, I've just learned so much. And it's the, the, the emails and the uh, people will send me video testimonials that their life, you know, when somebody sends you an email and says, I woke up this morning and I had the best sleep last night that I've had in 30 years. Like, you know what I mean? They'll say, you know, it's because of you. And I'm like, it's not because of me. It's because of spirit. I'm just the messenger. I'm not taking credit. Right. But then it's like, you see these families that are like, I can never imagine losing a child. Um, I think um, a woman, a mom who's lost a child has to be one of the strongest people or is one of the strongest people in the whole world. And even people, I could tell you uh, one incident. Oh, I can go on and on and on. Like I could say, well, okay, well, I wanted to ask you, have you ever uh, communicated with a child? I have, I have um, a few. I actually, there's a video, I think on my Instagram and on my Facebook, but it was, um, I was, where was I? I think it was in Oshawa. I was doing an event in Oshawa and all I kept hearing was like a child singing. And it was like, I kept hearing like, Emiru, I love you, Emiru, I love you. And what had happened was, I was like, and they're children. So I had they have to show me things, right? So it was like, she wanted me to acknowledge somebody in the audience, a man, but she kept saying like, look for the bald guy, look for the bald guy. So I ended up bringing up this girl and all of a sudden I hear oh, like a, a gasp in the audience and I go way up to the top and there's this bald guy sitting there and with his wife and the message wasn't for her mom her mom was there the message was for him and it was thank you for making my mommy happy again she they just got married she had divorced her husband you know when you lose a child the relationship pretty much goes oh i got goosebumps oh me too oh <laughs> and, my gosh um, this little girl wanted to thank him for making and there's this like six foot man in the audience, like tears, like it was just like touched my heart. And then there was another one um, in Hamilton. I did a show um, at First Canadian Place there and it was um, a family. What had happened was it was a woman, a little girl came through and she kept, the grandmother was in the audience and she kept saying, um, my, my sisters sleep with me. And I was really confused. I didn't realize what she meant. So the, I always ask them because everybody wants to know like details, right? Not like horrible details, but like what happened. So it was, they were on their way to Myrtle Beach and they ended up in a really bad car accident. And um, 
um, there was three children and the parents and one child died, the parents passed away. So the grandmother has the other two daughters. I said to her, I don't know why she keeps saying my sister sleep with me. She says, I do. And I'm like, okay, can you like tell me? Like, I want to know. She says, because I have her cremations and two teddy bears and one teddy bear is on each of her sister's bed. I oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I was so, because, and that's why I always say like, I can't sit there and say, well, that doesn't make sense because it's not for me to make sense out of. That yeah. grandmother knew exactly what I was talking about. But here I'm thinking, why are you telling me you sleep with your sisters? Like, 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 yeah. And you know, the, the, the comfort and it is just, oh beautiful. my gosh. It, it's, it's such a beautiful feeling. Wow. You know? And, and like I said, like, you know, look at that. You know, I always say to somebody who's like skeptical or non-believer or, or what it's look at how somebody's life has changed because of a reading. I'm like, it doesn't matter. And I tell them, it doesn't matter to me whether you believe or not. I know when I'm done, I had a woman tell me that I did more for her in an hour than seven years of a therapist. Wow. Because I even have therapists and, and, and psychiatrists and they send me clients because wow. there's not a mental illness. They're grieving. Grieving is not a disease. No, grieving it's a, is a broken heart. So, so you, yes, it's a broken heart, right? So it's, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I really do. Okay. So, um, I, do you believe in God? I do believe in God. So God, um, I believe we all have the same God. I believe that, um, we all go to the same place. I don't believe in hell. I've never experienced evil. Okay. Um, like a bad person or, or anything. I don't believe in hell. So the difference between God, like believing in God, and then because people will say, well, your religion, you're spiritual. Okay, yeah, but no, spiritual religion is based on somebody's experience. Spiritualism is based on our own experience. So I can still be religious and be spiritual at the same time, right? Of yes. course, I believe in God. Yes. Like I'm sure everybody believes in God. Whatever they believe in that's higher power, that's God. I love it. Okay. Um, is your mind always hearing things and how do you chill? How do you relax? How do I shut it off? Yeah. Well, people always say, so when you're at a grocery store or like just things come through, I say, I have a deal with spirit. I'm a human being. I like to dance. I like to go for dinner. I like to hang out with the girls. Like I'm not this witch, right? I don't have a hat with a wart. Um, it's, it's like, <laughs> Yeah, I like to do all this stuff. So it's like, I have a deal that you leave me alone when I'm on my personal time and I will always be there to help whenever I can. There's always the odd one that'll pop through. Um, I was at somebody's cottage last summer, the summer before. And listen, I get freaked out because I'll give you an example. So I was at this, this cottage we just kind of stopped by. didn't really um, know everybody there. 
and everybody had went down to the water and I went to the little fridge to get a, a, a bottled water and there was a guy, a young guy standing there. Like actually standing there or yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was actually standing there. But I, I felt like sadness, I felt something from him, his energy. Yeah. So all I said to him was, you know, I go, is everything okay? Cause I'm just getting this sense of um, blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, yeah, he says, oh, just a family issue. And um, he said in Scotland. And so I, all of a sudden I heard this name, weird name, like um, I'm just going to throw one out there like Gilda or something like yeah. that. And he looked at me and he was like, what the did you just say? And he goes, I'm feeling really bad right now because my parents just had to fly to Scotland because my aunt died last night. And he said her name was Gilda. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, because I don't do, re if somebody emails and says, um, you know, I lost my mother a week ago, it's always no. Like, first of all, don't tell me anything. And second of all, I always ask them to wait six months, eight months. Because but why? Yeah, tell me why. I'm so curious about that. Well, it's my personal preference because you have to go through a grieving process. Okay. It's an emotional roller coaster. It's just like up and down, especially if it's somebody like, I don't like the S word. I don't like to say suicide. I, 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 it, it literally like makes me feel nauseous. So I always say responsible for their own passing. Because to me, that is much nicer. Well, if, if it, you could put it any nicer, yeah. right? So if somebody's like, they want to know why they want this, they want that. And it's, it's, it's more stressful for me than it is for the person. So I always ask them to wait six months, eight months. They have to go through a process. It's not got nothing to do with the person not wanting to come through, but I can honestly tell you the first two, three, four days of somebody's passing, signs are everywhere. Yeah, that's when they're really letting you know that they're okay. Like I lost my mom and even for me, some of the signs I got, honestly, like really like floored me. And it, it just couldn't have been any clearer. How so, long ago did your mom pass? My mom passed, um, she was young, she was 62. Um, she'll, it'll be 11 years, August 2nd. Wow. And have you had any communication with her? I've heard her call my name. Oh. I, so I'm the only girl, I have three brothers. So I've always been the, um, I'm like kind of like the rebel, kind of the most independent listen you know girls are just yeah. more like that right I always say she's over hanging out with them because they need her more right <laughs> and she used to always say that to me because I used to be like you do everything for him you do everything for him and she's like because I know you're good I don't have to worry about you like I know you're good right so yeah but when she passed I'll, I'll, I'll quickly um, give you a couple of the signs so when she passed, my son was working in uh, BC because while she was sick, I spent three months with her at Princess Margaret. Then she passed and I was building, I had, uh, we had torn down our house and we were renovated, building a new house. So I was renting a house not too far from here. And my son was coming home from my mom's service. 
And I had called this man and I was like, I want these white doves at her service for all her grandchildren to let go. Oh, so I've seen like, that oh. done before at a funeral. That was so beautiful. Yeah, so we did that. And uh, so I was on the phone with him and then he's like, do you want 12? Do you want two? And anyhow, so we got through that. And then I had to leave to the airport to get my son. And I stopped at my friend's house and I was like crying. My mom's never going to see my new house, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, I told her about the doves. So I leave. So to go to the airport, I have to drive down the street that my house is being built and it's a country road and it's dark. So I'm driving and I see a minivan and it puts a signal on to pull over and it pulled over right in front of my driveway where my house is being built. And as I drove past the minivan, the license plate said T-W-O-D-O-V-E-S. I wanna know who has a license plate that says two doves. I was just talking about the doves and it's in front of my house under construction. Oh, I've had goosebumps the whole time you're talking about this. That's like, so I could talk forever. Like, it's just, I, I love it. It's lovely. It's like, there's, <sighs> there's no feelings like that, that, that I can express like grateful and blessed and, but everybody has it. Everybody can do what I'm doing. It's just a matter of, you know, it's not so taboo anymore. Like it's more open and people are, are starting to be more open. And, and it's just, you know what I say? So what is a wellness? What's a wellness? It's something that makes you feel good. It's not just exercise or, or all the everything they drilled into our, our heads, right? Wellness and the New York Post had put out an article not that long ago about mediums being the new wellness coaches. Because where they're putting us under a wellness. Right? I think it's, this is total wellness because this is giving somebody that exhale. It's validating. It's validating. Um, it's also letting people know it's okay to be happy again and move on. It's, it's okay that like always, you know, a wife or, you know, they want, you know, they're afraid to move on. They think they can't be happy again, but you know, our loved ones always want us to be happy. And another thing I want to suggest too, like after I do, or, or say after I do a reading, um, for somebody to come back to me, it's the same. I want them to wait a year. I've had a widows. I've had widows. I've had people just beg me for once a week. And I'm like, no, I says, but it's not a spiritual decision. It's a personal decision because mediumship is about validating. To me, I won't be able to sleep at night. I would feel like I was taken advantage of. And I want people to know that, like, be careful. Like there's many wonderful mediums out there, but just be careful who you deal with. Check out references, check out, you know, search them and, and, and see, because there's some scammers out there. Like, taking people for thousands and thousands of dollars and it makes everybody look bad. Yeah. So I just, well, let me, let me ask you. Okay. So I had this really kind of bizarre thing happen to me and I wonder if you have any insight. Okay. So my, um, as two grandmothers really close to me, two scenarios, but one scenario is my father's mother who loved her grandsons a lot, loved okay. boys. And I was like the granddaughter never really had time for me and it was okay. She's on her deathbed for 10 days in palliative care. I'm like really pregnant. She's at the hospital in Hamilton and I hadn't gone because I was told to just rest, but she wasn't passing. And then my mother said, I think she's waiting for you. 100%. I go 
I'm standing in front of her. I say, yeah, yeah, you can go now. I'll take care of all the boys. And she takes her last breath. She was waiting for you. A lot of times that happens or they, they, once everybody comes and then that's their time to go. Just as you were saying that, when you were saying about your grandmother, I just, all I, all I kept hearing was like Harry or something. And I don't know what, what would be. That's like, her son's Henry name. She loves Harry. She huh? loves her son, Harry. Yes. Harry. Is that his name? Harry? <laughs> Harry? Really? But aren't you, aren't you Greek? It's Harala boss. Uh, but he okay. goes by Harry. Oh my God. Because I was like, okay, this is gonna, I'm just gonna say it because I know she's Greek. So I know it's not gonna be, she don't know no Harry. And you're telling me that's his name is Harry. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Okay. Well, so here's what I'm wondering. It's, she's with us. Yes, of course she is. She's a spitfire. Do mm. people choose that final moment? Or is that final moment, like from what you know, spoken for do you no, know i i feel like once they feel like it's time but i also truly believe there's always somebody there helping them transition over sometimes you'll see somebody who's terminally ill and they'll be looking in a corner yeah as if they see somebody and sometimes they'll actually say like your dad is standing here or my mother is standing here or and they, there's always somebody to help them transition over it's actually and a lot of people like to do it in private. It's a very, very, I know it's death, but it's a yes. very, but it's a really special moment. It's, it's when my mom passed away, I was with her for three months straight. And uh, I left for two days to take a little break and she passed away. Oh my God. She, okay. So Sherry, she passed away because this, she this didn't want me there. Why? She just, if you knew my mom's personality, my mom was very shy, very quiet, totally, we're like black and white. Um, I got the big mouth. She was always like the quiet one, right? But it's just something she wouldn't want me to have that in my head. That's just the way she was. Like her I, final moment, like her that. Final, her final moment, right? And, and the thing about her was she didn't want anybody there. Like my brother, my one brother who, who went there, um, got off the elevator and the nurse was like coming out of her room and she was like, your mom's doing great. Her numbers are good, everything. And he goes, I walked into the room and then I went back out and I'm like, I don't know, I sense there's something wrong. So the nurse goes back in and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, she passed. Within like a five minutes, she went from doing great. But as soon as my brother got off the elevator, she, she passed before he even got in that room. It was like she knew he was coming. She just didn't want him to, to see that. And I don't believe in coincidences. Okay, the odd one, the odd one, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that, okay? Um, but I don't believe in coincidences. I believe we meet people for a reason. I believe everything happens for a reason. And I know death, like I miss my mom so much, but I'm in a different place, if that makes sense. Yes. Like I'm in a different place, like because of her, because of everything I went through with her, it helps me with what I'm doing. Cause I call it my personal dictionary, right? When I do readings, 
you know, and I want, my husband always says, I, he goes, if I ever, something ever happens to me, you have to like sell and just go get yourself like a little condo in the city. And I'm like, why? He goes, because you will have everybody living here with you. Ah. <laughs> he's like, he goes, you know, I'm the one, you know, we go for a walk and he's like, good thing I'm with you. And I'm like, why? He goes, because you'd have all these people sitting at your porch, having a drink with you by now. And I'm just like, I love people. Oh my right? God. I love my quiet time too. I, you know what? I completely understand Sherry. Like you are a breath of fresh air. Oh, and, thank you. you know, I, I, I was excited about doing this interview because part of me oddly just knows what you're saying to all be true. And the few things that have ever happened to me in my life were just a picture in my mind of right. something maybe I shouldn't have known. Right. Right. And that scares me a little bit. So I just let that be, but you are cool. Cause yeah. Harry came through. Are you kidding? She loves Harry. <laughs> And, and Harry is not a like, because I'm, I'm sitting there going, okay, maybe this is for like my reading later on, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to throw it out there for Nikki because I know if it's a Harry, it's got to be like a friend because I know you're Greek. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sherry. Sherry, you're a doll. And you know Thank what? You like, when life gets back to normal, I would love to surprise my team and just to say thank you to them for all what they've done for me. Like the people that support me so much and pay you to be there with them. They'd all get a kick out of you. We'd have some really good red wine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, but yeah, no, yeah. When things get back to the norm and, and all that, um, like I said, it's just, I want everybody just to be like, just even with readings, like the only thing I ever ask just for like the next hour, just have an open mind and an open heart, because if there's anything blocking, listen, their spirit's not going to waste their time coming through for somebody who is not going to believe it anyways. The energy is, it's just a waste of energy for them. So why not let somebody else come through and, and, and take it, right? So it's all about energy. I've had people tell me that this one woman told me that her phone rang the next day and it was her son, but he had passed the day before. Like his name came up on her phone that was ringing. And when she answered, it was just like, shh. So electrical stuff, right? Oh my God. Your signs are out there. Uh, cardinals, you know, you always hear about seeing cardinals and, and they used to be pennies and now it's dimes, but it's whatever coin you see the most. Um, there's just smelling something. And that's what I thought with you, with, with the, the lady who has stepped through. Um, I, I felt like a sign with her would be a scent. So if you get a certain scent of maybe something special that she cooked all the time. I've been getting a, a scent of cigarette smoke in my kitchen and she was a smoker and it comes in waves in my house. And I wasn't okay. a favorite at all. She didn't really like me. So I chuckle when this happened. <laughs> so maybe... <laughs> She, I wasn't her favorite at all. So she probably do hate the smell of cigarette smoke because maybe she's just annoying you. I don't love it. And I keep this beautiful essential oil. It keeps going. Like it keeps going. So I won't smell it. So that's it. her. But you know what? Maybe she's just sending you an apology. I feel like she okay. is. If, if Okay. So maybe she's sending you an apology. Maybe she's sending you um, just to say, hey, like I'm here when you need me. 
because really oh. just that thought right or or listen because sometimes like I said you can hear them call you like I've heard like my mom would walk through my front door like Sherry and then it was like the one day it was like Sherry and I'm like yeah and I, I there's nobody here so yeah the signs are there the signs are there you know what it's like it's like I'll tell you what I did once okay one day I invited this lady who was like a meditation guru to my office mm -hmm. and I invited 12 journalists mm -hmm. and I said, this is kind of unconventional, but see for yourself, 20 minutes, come and meditate with this lady. They right. stayed for three hours. She wrote a book. They all wanted to write about it, but then she, she was like, no, I don't want to do any interviews right now. Spirit says no. So she took a hiatus. And I was like, this is the a different kind of PR for me. Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah, 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 of course. But, but Sherry, if you ever want to write a book, we could do that for you. You know, Aww. it's like a really cool night where you have all these journalists around you. Some of them are non-believers. Yeah. And let's see what happens. Yeah. Hey, for sure. For sure. Once we get back to the norm and hey, listen, I love a good skeptic. I actually, I actually had a scientist. Can I, do you have time for me? Yes, tell me about the scientist. Like, he actually, there's a testimonial on my Instagram from him. And he was like, like, I was so blessed that he even gave this interview because he was a scientist. And so what had happened was he brought his wife for a reading and he sat out in the living room. And um, I guess after she was done, that was, I had to put the, I gave them a CD back then. And so I was getting the CD ready and I come walking back out and he looks at me and he's like, I don't know what she had said to him, but he looked at me and he's just like, do you have time for another one? And I'm like, right now. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I guess. So we go in, honestly, he sat like this. A scientist, that's amazing. The whole time, right? And I'm like, oh my God. So anyways, he ended up, they ended up leaving. He never like gave me no information, no nothing. He sent me this testimonial and they've become friends. And his wife is actually a psychotherapist. So yeah. And uh, he said that he was sitting there when I was going on and he was like, does she have private investigators that took my license plate and did a search on me? And I'm like, listen, I go, you know, I don't do readings and, you know, it would cost me more if I had to hire people to do. And everybody's like, I'm like, I don't listen. I don't have time. I don't have time like to go out and hire a private investigator and blah, blah, blah. But he was just blown away. And um, his wife had told me that they had, because I do workshops as well. So they had both done my workshop too. But he taught university, he was a professor and taught debunking mediums. Oh yeah, I'm like, I call, every time I see him, I'm like, welcome to the other side, Steve. Like, <laughs> is he still teaching that? Huh? Is he still teaching that? No, no, oh. no. He's even wrote a book. Um, he wrote a book about um, spirits, but it was a different type of spirit. Like it was really, really good. Like I ended up reading the book, but he's, he's an author and he, he writes. And, um, but his wife had told me that she says, you know, Sherry, she said, she says, I know I'm like preaching to the choir here, but she's like, I went to visit my mom. And she says, my mom is, she's in 24 hour care. And she's only a bed and a, a night table in her room. And she says, my mother never, ever asked me about my dad. 
And she says that I walked in and my mom was like, Donna, how long has dad been gone? And she's like, well, how long do you think? And she's like, two years. And she says, no, mom, it's been 12. She says, all of a sudden she looked over. She says, my mother doesn't have a purse. My mother has nothing in this room. She says, there's a dime on her end table. And she says, and I remember what you said about the dimes to look at the year. She says, I walked over, I picked it up and it was the year of my dad's passing. Because a lot of times, if you have a few people on the other side, and then we're talking like 1990 something or, or whatever it was, um, like it wasn't like a long time ago, right? And I always say, if you have a few people on the other side, look at the year, because sometimes they'll show you the year of their passing so you know who it is. You just yeah. floored me. You're I know, I could go on forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, when I'm actually speechless in an interview, I'm like, okay. Here's what we're going to do. So, you know, you know, Nikki, and it's, I had another woman. Um, I actually did a live a couple months ago. Were you on it? My yes. Event? Yes. Was that one lady on there, the really depressed one? Yes. Do you know, I got emails from her family telling me they're like, you saved her life. She was ready to take it until she had that reading. Oh my gosh. And I don't want to take that responsibility. I don't want it to be like, you saved my life. I don't want that responsibility that scares me. Um, So it's not me, it's it's spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was getting emails from participants just in the audience, emails saying, you know, you just saved a life tonight. You know, you just saved. But you see, those are the things I think about. For, and listen, I get negative comments. I get negative emails. I'm the devil's child. I rip off little old ladies. I, I'm like, you name it, I've had it. But for every one of those, I have a thousand positives. And you know, for a fact, haters are going to hate. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, or what you do for a living. There's always going to be somebody who hates you, right? Yeah. They say that, you know, it's just a sign of living. When you've ruffled some feathers, it's fine. You're alive. Hey, you know what I always say when they stop talking about me, I'll start to worry. Because obviously obviously I'm interested. When they stop talking about me, that's when I'll worry. Oh, Sherry, I want to, I want to gift your time to someone I love. And I'll, I'll try to book that with you in your email because you're very busy. Um, can we do this again in a few months? Because I think people need this and this is, I would, and I think we should do a live. Okay. Yeah. Because we can just like, we're, we're, we're we're compatible. You know what I mean? So I think it would be fun to do a live. I would love to. I'd love to do a live. I'll have my team help me because I'm not that good at lives. (laughs) They'll set up the tripod. Um, I think my mother might want to be here because she's the biggest fan of yours. Is and she really? Yes. Like, what do you mean? I'm going to miss it. She has to be at my dad's restaurant right now, but we'll do right? it live and I'll say to her mom, I know you don't like Instagram, but be in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. So let me ask you something. The woman earlier, was that was um, it your dad's mom? My dad's mom. Harry. <laughs> and Harry is her favorite son. Yeah. And oh. she never liked my mom. And um, I'm maybe like, I look a lot like my mom. (laughs) Right. Well, is your dad the only boy? 
Uh, Harry and Nick, my dad and, and him are brothers. Okay. Okay. Cause usually like, you know, if you have like, you know, if you're the mommy's boy, they never ever like the wife, right? <laughs> but that's okay. That's just a mother-in-law thing. Yes. Just, and I have a son, but I'm, I'm just meditating on being like, I'm going to be the chill mother-in-law. I'm, I, if I need cannabis, Sherry, I'll do it. I'll be so chill. Gonna, you and I are gonna do this again, and what? Yeah, I'm, this was fun. Like honestly. totally, dude. This is totally like you're so, good. You, you're so um, you're so easy. Thank you. Like just go with the flow. I'm not like this scripted person, right? So you I'm just really. go with the flow. I right? try to be scripted. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> it doesn't work for me too. I feel like I'm fake. Like I'm not real. You know, I'd be a horrible actress because I just like. Oh, I'd be messing up the lines and just throwing in my own words, right? Oh, but I think you're such a rock star. Oh my God. I'm oh. so excited to have people listen to this because I know I have some non-believers. Okay. <laughs> Jerry, thank you so much for being on Superstar PR. I think you're the best. I'm your, I'm a huge fan now. Um, thank you to my client, Nadia Rizzo, who told me to check you out and oh, uh, super yeah. thankful. Yes. So hopefully we'll have you on again. Yeah, this was great. Thank you. You made me feel comfortable. And somebody came through for Harry. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and yeah, so let's do this again. Yes, please. Have a beautiful okay, stay safe. Thank stay you, Stay healthy and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.